Hi, O'Neill here, loving dogs and their people. Well, there's so much change going on right now. It seems like almost daily and sometimes even more frequently than that. And many of us are finding ourselves at home and having that space distance from others, no crowds bigger than 10, you know, stay at home. It's not a hard and fast rule or law at this point, but highly encouraged. Schools are going to be closed, work from home. And I thought, well, let's put some fun in here. So what I want to do is over this period of time, I'm going to be giving you some games and fun things you can do with your dogs. So it's something that you can take. What is that? If you get lemons, make lemonade. Let's do that. So um, today I'm going to talk about a game. And one of the games that many dogs enjoy and people are tug games. Mm -hmm. And there's people who believe in it and people who say it's bad. And one of the things that people think it's bad is that they think it makes the dog too dominant and possibly aggressive. And if you're, if you're one of those people that's concerned about that, and then it might change your relationship with your dog. Just remember that the leader is the one who controls all the good stuff. And that would be you. So let's go over a, a short set of rules that are really helpful so that you can play tug to your heart's desire. And probably your dog would want a lot more, but you can keep him wanting and keep it healthy. So let's take a look at it. So rule number one, as you always start the game, your dog may be signaling they want it, but you are the one that's going to determine that. It's recommended that you take your tug toys and put them up high where your dog can't get to them or in a closed closet or a drawer and you select that time. So see right there, you're setting the tone. I'm the leader. I control the good stuff. And that gets a level of respect. So we're starting off really well. Rule number two, no grabbing. So if you hold up the toy and you want your dog to like lunge at it and grab it, that's not the necessarily the best thing to do. What you want to do is put it down at your dog's height and say, take it and offer his end to him. And then you can engage at that point. Okay, let's go, you know, tug, pull, Arr, you know, have fun. And you're letting them know game is on and you're the one that's saying, hey, let's do this. Again, you're the leader. Number three, rule number three, you win most of the time. Winning means that you have the toy and your dog doesn't. And at first you might have to like kind of lure him away from it to give it to you. Later you might be able to say if your dog is trained, you can put leave it, give, out, whatever your, your verbiage is. But until then, have a pocket full of ir irresistible treats. You pull out a treat and they, you know, so the dog has to choose. I can keep this toy in my mouth 
or I can go for this irresistible treat. Now, if your dog is really big on that tugging, it's going to have to be a really great treat. And then you want to start putting in a command so that you can get that on command. I use leave it or drop. And then they drop it. Good. And then you can re resume the game. Or if you're still learning, they get a treat. So that's how you can do the game. There's like these little rules and they help keep it safe and good. So you, if you have to do the treat, good. Praise. Praise the good. Leave it and then take it again. So you get a reward for letting it go and you get a reward putting it back in your mouth. Pretty sweet, huh? Very clear communication. And so everybody is happy. You're practicing that so that you have good skill set. So at any time, if your dog gets really aroused, you can just stand there, hold it loosely. They might be tugging it and you just, you, you give the command, they're going to go, oh yeah, drop it. And they're going to willingly and happily do that. Okay? So that's an important rule, number three. And rule number four, do you know there's actually a good technique to tugging? Um, up and down, tugging is not so good on the dog's spinal column and neck and even teeth and gums. So if you can go from horizontal, left to right is the way to go. So it's actually more side to side and force. And then also it's really important that if you got a little dog, you're not looking to airplane them, you know, whew, take them off the ground. So you want to go with the size. And if it's a bigger dog, you might have to have a little bit more strength and have make sure you your toy has a good handle on it so you can hang on. And remember, a really important thing is to keep your body weight, especially if you're dealing with a larger dog, keep your body weight closer to the ground so that you keep your balance and you don't get knocked over. And rule number five is use timeouts as needed. We talked about high arousal and or if he gets his mouth too close to you. It's just like, ah, time out, stop, let go, leave it, drop, whatever it is, and give it a moment. Just give it a moment for everybody just to calm down, get their bearings before you engage again. And, and you may not be able to engage again. It might be that's enough for now. Okay. You can also just set the toy aside. Put the toy back up on a high shelf. Sit down for a minute or two. It's even like when you're training a puppy. If they get too stimulated, you just get up and you leave the room. You don't punish. You don't do anything negative. But the puppy can't leave. Like if they're in a contained pen, you can leave. Give them one or two minutes and then go back and join again. They Dogs learn very quickly with cause effect. Oh, I get a little rough and you leave. I don't want you to leave. I guess I have to be a little bit gentler because you're not as tough as I am. See? So they figure that out pretty quickly. And if they don't get that, then all you do is put the toy away. And you might even want to see it if there's, for some, just like children, Sometimes there's better times in the day, even days of the week, because like a lot of people work during the week, and so the weekend is this whole woo, 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 and the dogs actually, they, they fit into their environment. So if that is, they're more stimulated. So find some other times when it really works for both of you. And so it's a positive, 
fun experience. And if you try it and it's not, make a note of that, put the toy away, and go do something else. Rule number six. As always, supervise children and dogs, particularly with Tug. Like little kids shouldn't be doing it at all. They really don't get it. And unless that dog is just really like super duper duper, I would just say this don't even do it, even supervised. Because it's hard to say you can only do it when I'm standing here. So even children, they're going to play by the same rules that they are set up to be the leader. So you just want to supervise it and guide it so it goes really well. And they're learning a skill set that will serve them their lifetime with any dog. Okay? Rule number seven. You started the game, you end the game. And we're talking about tug, but that is actually true for so many different games, even from throwing the ball to frisbee to any number of things that you don't want to have the dog get bored and walk off because then that dog walked off as the leader. You want to be the leader. Leave them wanting so that they're there like, oh, you, you took the toy. You, and you can do this as, just as nice as you can. Hey, we're done for now. Take the toy, put it in the drawer, shut the door, walk out, put it in the closet, put it up and walk off. And so they're like, wow, she's just the best because she's got the power to bring that toy out. So you, you know, you just are ranking high in your dog's vision. Another thing to think about is how to pick your toy because there's just about anything can be a tug toy, but you want to use some kind of qualifiers. It's like if you have a little dog or a big dog, those toys are going to be different. If you have um, someone who's kind of really heavy duty into it, you're going to want a substantial toy and you want to even look for a toy that's got a good handle on it on the other end that you hang on to or something so you can Remember, you have to win a bit of those tugs. So you want to set it up so that you get to without having to override and go let go of it. You want it sturdy, that it can handle it, and that it's appropriate for the dog's mouth because they've got teeth and gums. And so you don't want something that's going to cause any damage because there's, there's all kinds of things you can buy at the store that are appropriate. And I've seen some that aren't. And then you can have some homemade stuff that would be good and others aren't. So you want to use some wisdom when you're picking out things to play tug of war with for the safety of your dog and their teeth. And there's such a great value to tug games because they're good for exercise. They're an outlet for people who kind of like to roughhouse a little bit in a safe manner and nobody gets hurt. And it's just play. And we all like to play. Dogs love to play. So that's it for today. And it's all about tug games. <laughs>